0: Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast in general. Also, portions of the live stream may be edited for podcast release.
1: Extreme Anime Radio
0: From the greatest city in the world, broadcasting to fans of the anime and Japanese culture all around the world, we welcome you to the first Extreme Anime Radio podcast for the month of May. Thank you so much for joining us again during these difficult times. I'm JR, and joining me as per usual, my good friend and yours north of the border, Mr. Neff, new car, Canuck. Good evening. And I've always said,
1: Jr., you have the perfect game show announcer voice and you hit it on the head.
0: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be hitting myself on the head after that comment when we're done. But uh, anyway, (laughs) Uh, well, we've got uh, Neff's new adventure to talk about and some news from Japan, hopefully some lighthearted news and some interesting news. Uh, from the land of the rising sun as it and the rest of the world deals with uh, the coronavirus pandemic. Don't forget that the Extreme Anime Radio podcast is hosted by Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. You can look up all of our podcasts there or you can search on your favorite podcasting platform such as Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple and more. Search for the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast and you'll find us there with all of our episodes. Okay, Neff. Now, let us hear about uh, what prompted you finally in the midst of everything that's going on right now to pick up your brand new fusion.
1: It's not a fusion. It's an escape.
0: An escape. (laughs) <laughs> the way you described it, it could very well be a fusion, basically. Well, I'll talk about
1: how there's fusion involved in a bit. But let's start with the old car, the Nefmobile. Mm. Um, it was reaching the end of its useful life, at least for me. Uh, it had started dripping oil most aggressively. Mm -hmm. to the point where I was nicknaming it the Exxon Valdez. (laughs) And approximately a week ago, it started complaining about a brake system fault that included the ABS light coming on, the traction control light coming on, and the parking light brake coming on while driving. Mm. So what happens there is I say, okay, let me see if I can at least get this car looked at to see... What the what the damage will be? So I managed to get a, an appointment because I know the uh, GM of the dealership where I normally take my car. He says, "Okay, we'll squeeze you in." So they squeeze me in. I decide to wait because there's no shuttle service, so you're stuck in the middle of nowhere where this dealership is. Mm. And uh, what happens is the service advisor comes to me, gives me a number, and I just threw up my hands. I said, "No, I'm not putting that much into this car." Mm-hmm. Wow. So at that point, I'm like talking to the general manager who came out and said, what's the verdict? I told him. He said, technically, we are open for new car sales right now. Technically, you need an appointment. But since you're here for an appointment for something else, let's get going. (laughs) There it is. And uh, here we go. Now, bearing in mind, of course, that, you know, he's willing to cut me a deal a bit on the price of the car. So I'm willing to say, okay. I'll take a few of the extras that normally most people would go, I'm not, you know, buying that crap. Uh, I extended the warranty to a full eight years, $150,000 on practically everything. Mm -hmm. And I also put a maintenance plan on this car for eight years or 150,000 kilometers. So that all I have now is a car payment for eight years. Okay. So basically the car (laughs) will be paid off and worthless. But, you know, if everything works out, the car will be paid off in less, much less time than that. But so... I had already seen this car online, and I knew what options it had. So while this was all going on, and they had to do some special things so that I could legally drive the car, I start reading the owner's manual. Now, I come from an era where an owner's manual is usually around 150 to 200 pages in one official language. Mm -hmm. Okay, The one manual, the main manual for this car, in one official language, you have to order the other language separately Mm -hmm. for English, is 583
0: pages. That sounds like the uh, size of my uh, Subaru uh, manual. And then, on top of that,
1: there are the supplementary <laughs> manuals for the things like oh, your warranty information, your, your enter- in-car entertainment system, yes. which turns out to be the great-great-grandson of the system in my car, my old car now. Wow, because it was it was Sync 1.0, literally wow. the very first version, <laughs> and now it's 3.4 something something something. Nice, yeah, and it's got a nice big touch screen that you actually read. You don't have to do this to look at it, you know. So sorry <laughs> if my voice sort of dropped out there, but uh, so okay, and then it's like okay, try to figure out what this car can do, mm-hmm. and as I'm reading this manual, I'm taking, I'm looking at it, and I'm going, this car is smarter than I. Am. <laughs> And the best part is, because of course now your car is tied into your phone, mm. um, this particular car and phone combination has a little extra because I'm in the Apple camp with my phone. Right. And I have an Apple Watch. So for those of you old enough or you know, retro enough to look, uh, if you remember the old series Night Rider and not the abomination remake. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Not that thing. No, the original from the 80s. Of course. Yes. Uh, you know that David Hasselhoff would lift his watch and talk into the watch and the car would, you know, come and do whatever, it, you know, needed to do for that particular thing. Now, it isn't quite that sophisticated, but I can start my car from my watch, lock my doors and unlock my doors for my watch. That's amazing. I thought it was kind of freaky, to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm like, wait a minute here. What? But, anyways, so after getting everything set up, the merry Mar- day finally arrives, which is earlier this week. Mm. So I get there, and we go through the final paperwork, including you know signing away my firstborn, my secondborn, <laughs> my liver, <laughs> you know, my left leg, oh, just about everything I just about everything I own. Mm. And so, you know, we start. We sit in the car. We talk about a few things. Like he doesn't actually sit in the car. You see, due to social distancing. The the salesperson can't actually sit in the car with you because it's too close.
0: That's my goodness. So basically,
1: so basically, he's got the passenger door open and he's calling out to me. This goes here. This is, and I'm just going, okay, this is just bizarro, but I needed a car. You know, like what else was I going to do? <laughs> so, and then as I'm driving home, I can't seem to get the radio to, to have any volume, and I'm I'm, fig- I'm trying to figure this out the whole way home. Hmm. Yeah, and so I finally get home, and I'm sitting in the garage. Oh, and that leads to the next thing. This car is a hybrid. Mm. So what that means is it prefers to run on the battery pack that it has installed if it's charged, and it was. Right. So that means that at low speeds or steady-state speeds, the motor turns off completely. Mm -hmm. And you hear nothing except if there are objects around the car because what it does... On the outside, it makes noise. Ah. So to warn the pedestrians that you're coming. Interesting. Which is probably not a bad idea in my case, but let's not go there.
0: <laughs> As opposed to the inside from your previous car.
1: Yeah, the, the passenger screaming in, you know, a- absolute terror. <laughs> that may still happen. I haven't had a passenger in the car yet. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, really, the first one It's like, you know, just remember, roll down the window if you want to puke. This car is brand new. <laughs> So anyways, the the trick is because I live in an under with an underground garage, as soon as I'm, you know, put my fob to get the garage door to come up, Mm I am literally not making any noise or burning any fuel all the way down to my parking spot. Wow! Now, the trick is this car also has um, the enhanced park assist. Mm. I'm too chicken to try it because I work in in real life in law. And all um, I can think of is this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. It's going to go berserk, and it's going to hit something, you know. It's going to randomly decide to back up, and some little old lady, Yer! that's the end of that.
0: Now, the enhanced park assist, does that mean, uh, you know, it was kind of like the Ford Focus from many years back. Uh, it kind of helps you parallel park your car. Is that what we're talking about?
1: Parallel park and perpendicular park now, which uh, is where the enhanced oh. comes in. Yeah, so basically it can do the old Back into the space, or I'm not sure if it does back in or forward. I have to, you know what? I'm gonna try that at some point. I'm gonna find a place where you know there's enough room that I can slam on the brakes, you know, with both feet if necessary, just (laughs) before it hits anything. Because I'm curious to see how how well it does. I really am.
0: Interesting.
1: And the trick is too. I didn't realize it when I first you know looked at the car and I bought it, but when I brought it home, I realized this car is literally the Dark Knight because. (laughs) Black exterior, black leather interior, tinted rear windows, and the display is a, a, a liquid crystal display. It's, there's no needles or anything. It's all you know electronic.
0: Hmm. And
1: I'm going, and it runs silent. This is literally Batman's car.
0: <laughs> Just a lot slower and a lot more practical. <laughs> so is it his car or Michael Knight's car? No, I think Michael Knight would be
1: disappointed because if you tried to hit turbo boost, nothing's going to (laughs) happen. I mean, all it has in it is a 2.5 liter... uh, And you'll have to look this up, folks. I can't really explain it all that well. Atkinson cycle engine and the battery. Oh, boy. So So essentially, like I said, it's just its own little power plant, and you can end up literally burning no fuel for minutes at a time, Mm -hmm. you know. And like I said... I'll be curious to see after the first, you know, thousand or kilometers or so, or about 500 miles, 600 miles, once it, the break-in happens, how well it meets the uh, uh, fuel mileage that's posted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because the, the posted fuel mileage in the city is supposedly uh, 5.9, no, 5.6 liters per 100 kilometers, mm-hmm. which I believe is about 40 miles per gallon or something like that, 42.
0: That's and very, then f- very good.
1: Yeah, and then 5.9 in the, on the highway, and the That's one of the weird quirks of this car. It burns more fuel on the highway as opposed to in the city mm-hmm. because of the slower speeds and the more likelihood that you'll be running on purely electric, essentially.
0: Mm. Uh, somebody in the chat room has a mental picture of you in the Flintstone car.
1: That would have been my very first car many, many years ago. And that was because the floor was rotten. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that particular car, my father actually got it fixed for me. He bought it for me as a surprise. Mm. Turns out he, he got surprised when that car turned out to be an absolute lemon. Oh. And I'm being polite at that. So, <laughs> um, but like I said, the only other freaky thing about this car is there's no gear shift. Ooh. So all it is is a dial. So oh, you have no. to look down. You have to look down, and really, there's no resistance anywhere. So you're just flicking around. You have no clue. If you were doing this and you weren't looking at it, you'd go all over the place. Just there's just no way because there's no you know click 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 right. Right. It like spins freely. So you're just going. How can this be safe? Yeah. Because if you're doing this pff, and all of a sudden you drop it into neutral when you didn't mean to. Or worse yet, you were, you know, trying to drop it from drive into park and you accidentally drop it only into reverse. Mm-hmm. Oops. <laughs> and let your foot off the gas or off the brake rather. You'd be going,
0: well. I want to say that uh, when I went to Virginia a few years ago for a vacation um, and I flew down there, uh, the car I got for my rental was a Ford Fusion, and I think it had the same dial.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ford is one of those automakers who's going to the dial mainly because it's cheaper, mm. and it also, and it also, it really says the reality because even if you had a a traditional like a pistol grip uh, shifter, right, there's right. no longer a physical connection between that and the transmission.
0: It's all electronics anyway. Right. So no, you know. Pulling up and then moving the gear up or down. Yeah. I mean, the other thing it does do with only a
1: dial, it gives them a lot more space to put buttons and things.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Which is actually rather ironic considering there are a bunch of buttons there, you know, on this console now. And I'm going, I have to figure out what some of these buttons do at some point. (laughs) Especially the ones that will be used around wintertime. Mm -hmm. Because this is an all-wheel drive. Oh, yeah. And you you have to actually, you know, physically tell it, hey, dummy. All wheel drive, I see. It wants it wants to always use front wheel drive because, of course, that's more efficient, right? Yeah,
0: but uh, not
1: like not like this not like the system on your rig, mm. because I think your yours pretty much goes all the time, or at least all the time, split. right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, now, are you going to have to buy a new set of uh, tires uh, for this car? I'm pretty sure now, for when the season changes, that's another expense, right?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to do the same thing I did with. The old car, which actually, that reminds me, I have to get rid of the old rims, um, mm. which will require new rims and new sensors and new tires for winter use only.
0: Mm.
1: Now, that's not cheap, but as opposed to, and I've seen this happen before, because these are very nice rims on this car, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're 19 inches, mm-hmm. okay? Now, 19-inch snow tires, that gets a little pricey, Right. so I did some research, and I can drop down as low as 17s. And that's pretty much what I'm planning to do. You know, Unless somebody can get me a screaming deal on a 19 set, no, no, no. I'm going to go all the way down to 17 and save a, you know, save a little money.
0: Right. Now, let's just be brief here for our listeners. How important uh, do you think, Neff, it is to have two different sets of tires uh, for where you live?
1: For where I live, uh, because most of the people around me don't know how to drive. I think very important to be honest. You, you you've seen you've seen some of the insanity. I mean, oh yeah, I've been to, I've been to New York and I've gone holy crap. You've been up here and gone holy crap. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> but we're each used to our. You see, we're each used to our own level of madness. So you're used to New York, mm-hmm. as I'm used to around here. Mm-hmm. So wow. yeah. So like I said, now it's a matter of just you know getting used to the thing, including. The filling procedure for the gas the gasoline part of this engine. It Uh-oh. takes three pages to explain how to do this. Oh no! I'm going, huh? How could it take three pages to explain how to put gas in a car? <laughs> That's just. It's not like it's warnings or anything. It's literally do this, do this, wait for this. This the. Wow, that first time there, I'm going to be looking through the owner's manual, going.
0: We'll have a full um, test on the manual by the time we come back for our next show. How does that sound?
1: Yes, I'll be, I'll be using it, hopefully not as a doorstop by then.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast with uh, myself, uh, Jr. and Mr. Neff, New Wheels Canuck, uh, with his brand new Escape. Yes, I know there's a difference between an Escape and a Fusion. Please give me a break. Well, like I said, unfortunately, the Fusion was literally a pain
1: in my hip, leg, and rear end. Yes. With this car, it's just slide in, and the best part is it pushes you right up into position after you set it. I'm ah. going, that is just like, ah, I don't have to do anything. Push a button. Psh. So
0: it's an like automatic uh, move-in after you were able to, to get into the car.
1: Yeah. You see, the trick is, though, it's, it's kind of wonky because – if you tie it into the remote key fob mm-hmm. and you use the key fob to get in mm-hmm. then it'll do it for you automatically cuz mm-hmm. it knows you have that key fob and that setting mm-hmm. but if you for example use the watch or your phone to open the door or the uh the thing you've seen it the, the passive thing where you just put your hand and you and right. it pops right it doesn't do that so you have to push the button and get the memory to go okay there we are wow but yeah So, like I said, the joys of a new car, the joys of, you know, making sure that, you know, everybody treats your new car with respect. Mm -hmm. With some of the friends
0: I have, I have, a, I think I have some problems coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Well, let's talk a little bit, uh, Neff, about what's going on in Japan these days with this uh, uh, unfortunate situation that everybody's stuck in, and we've, Keep talking about it, show after show after show. Uh, it's hard not to talk about it, but it's something that we eventually do have to get to because um, a lot of the news that we speak about now has, more or less is related to that. Um, mm-hmm. I've been reading the news. Um, I've pulled up a Kyoto News that's spelled K-Y-O-D-O, not K-Y-O-T-O like the city, Kyodo News is one of the major news outlets, um, and they offer free news updates um, through their website in English. So, we're reading a lot of these updates, and uh, I'm reading to see, you know, what the situation is with regards to the entry ban, uh, when we think they'll probably lift it, and the latest news is as of yesterday, they're going to add 12 more countries and regions so now. Over a hundred countries and regions will have entry bans into Japan.
1: Yikes. Basically, you know, what's left? I've been going, the only thing I can think of is like Iceland or Atlantis. That's about it. Antarctica. Antarctica. But would a Antarctica. But would a penguin want to
0: go to Japan? Yeah, true, true, true.
1: Well, Mowari, Penguin Drone, you know, Pen
0: Pen, you know, (laughs) da-da-da-da. I knew I'd bring it back to anime somehow. I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm still trying to see if I can go to Japan later this year. Uh, the odds of that are looking grim and grimmer and grimmest in that order. Uh, I, I was
1: going to say, uh, your odds are somewhere between slim and none. And I think slim is on the bus
0: out of town or at least getting on it. Right. Um, so that's the situation with the entry ban. So the only way you can really enjoy Japan is by going online to YouTube or maybe to NHK and watching all those uh, videos and news programs, you know, to try to immerse yourself, virtually speaking, I guess.
1: Well, you do forget there's still new anime that's coming out. Oh, I yes. mean, some of it is de- some is delayed, uh, some of it is coming back though. Uh, for example, Food Wars: Sugar no Soma, the fifth plate. Yes, Mm. there's a fifth (laughs) plate. Uh, Apparently, it's going to resume broadcasting in July. Um, Based on the original work, if they follow the original work to the letter, the ending is going to be different. I'll say that. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. So let's hope the anime takes its own path. Otherwise, the fans may riot again.
0: Yeah, just like before. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Speaking of anime, um, one of the new stories, the happier new stories that has come out of Japan um, is uh, a recent video uh, put together by, I believe, the city of uh, Nagoya uh, or somewhere thereabout uh, with one of the producers of Studio Ghibli who's helped out uh, Hayao Miyazaki many, many, many times, the producer Toshio Suzuki. And he does a short one-minute video to Japanese school children, but I'm sure you can look at it and get the gist. He shows you how to draw Totoro in one minute. Educational and fast. Gotta love it. So reading through, uh, you know, he gives the instructions, uh, draw the eyes far apart, and uh, this is how you do the outline, and then how you you know, finish it up, and then they he, they post uh, his finished artwork at the end. So it's just, uh, in addition to, um, you know, watching all these long videos and shows, it's also these short little one-minute touches like this that, you know, make things nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I think part of getting through what we're
1: going through is taking, you know, co- taking comfort in the little things, the big things,
0: the in-between things. Definitely. Um, and I'm reading further down, I believe it's, uh, uh, for the Nagoya City Education Center for School Children. So that uh, they're, they're the ones that arranged yeah. it, I believe. Um, and, uh, some other news I wanted to share w- with regards to J-pop, you know, music like we used to have here for many, many years. <laughs> oh, the pain, the pain. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, But uh, one J-pop singer who's been around the J-pop scene for a very long time, and her name has only recently come up in the last few years, is Maria Takeuchi. Maria Takeuchi is famous for that little city pop synthwave-ish song, Plastic Love which saw a resurgence in recent years, if you recall.
1: Yes, I mean I I do recall it very 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 vividly actually.
0: Da, 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 plastic love, that's that's the song we're talking about. Um, I was gonna say,
1: don't sing any more, or we'll get in trouble. No, 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 yeah.
0: We'll we'll have the the squad knocking on our door here next. <laughs> but um. But yes, Maria Takeuchi has been uh, in the business since 1978. And I have a funny feeling, this is my opinion, it has to do with the resurgence of plastic love. For the very first time uh, this past New Year's, she participated in NHK's annual event called um, Kohaku uta gasen. Which is the year-end uh, big song show that NHK puts together, and uh, sort of like in a contest format, but it's more like performances and honoring, you know, J-pop and uh, also traditional Japanese music like enka music as well. Um, this past New Year's was Maria Takeuchi's very first appearance. She's been in the business since the late 1970s. Kohaku Utagassen has been going on well before that, I believe, and this was her very first appearance on the program. Impressive.
1: Never. It's never too late, in other words. Yes.
0: She is 64 years old now, and the reason we bring this up is that Mrs. Plastic Love has just set a new record in Japan. The song that she sung on Kohaku Uta Gassen was uh, Inochi no Uta, which means Song of Life, and uh, it seems that this song is um, sort of like a comforting song for the Japanese people or an uplifting song for the Japanese people during these troubled times. It has now reached the top of the Oricon singles chart, which means that now at the age of 64 years and 10 months, Maria Takeuchi has set a record becoming the oldest singer to top the Oricon singles chart.
1: Now, who was the prior record holder? I think you mentioned that to me off the air.
0: That was Keisuke Kuwata, who did it last year at 62 years and 11 months. Hmm. Something something to be said for longevity. Definitely, definitely as you say never get told. And uh food for thought, uh Maria Takeuchi, I believe she's married to Tatsuro Yamashita, uh, who is a very popular singer known for his uh Christmas uh, song back from the 80s. Silent night, holy night that song. So. Aha. I knew there was a connection somewhere. Definitely. You just made it for me. So, yes, Maria Takeuchi, Tatsuro Yamashita, Synth Pop, uh, City Pop, that sort of thing. And, you know, something that you can listen to these days if you're very stressed about what's going on in the world. It's an option to listen to those types of songs that are sort of old. There are also DJs who are also trying to bring it back with some customized creations. Speaking of
1: old, you reminded me. One of the streaming services, who I will not name because they're not paying us to, uh, <laughs> has, has uh, in fact expanded their catalog of older titles, oh. including City Hunter and its sequel. Oh. So I plan on, because in theory I'm on vacation uh, next two weeks because of Anime North, which of course... Sadly, it's not happening. <laughs> right, but I still need to burn the time. So part of that is going to be spent going through this new expanded catalog of vintage anime mm-hmm. to see just what it was like back when it was barely, you know, a twinkle in my eye, mm. as opposed to the oh god, this is more comforting than anything else I can see on TV now, right now. Thank you.
0: <laughs> City Hunter was uh, a 1980s manga, late 80s anime, right? And I think the Made a Korean drama out of it too, right? I believe so. Yes, I believe there was a, a live action Korea drama. Yeah, adds to the list of uh, animes that have, have Koreans have turned into live action stuff. I was gonna say they they seem to have as much
1: interest in doing that sort of thing as the Japanese do. Yeah, which which I find actually quite odd. You know, it's like okay, why? But then I realize probably because they think they can do either it better, cheaper. Or appeal to a more general audience. Mm. Because, of course, some people still have that whole anime is for, you know, little children (laughs) thing going on in their heads.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you.
1: Which I'd like like to, you know, whack out of their heads with a squeaky hammer, but that's just me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, anything else uh, you want to touch on with regards to anime news before we uh, take our break?
1: No, I think we're pretty much caught up, although we might talk about something else a little bit later if
0: if my, you know, adult of mine remembers it. Okay, okay. Um, so we'll take our break now, and um, when we come back, in addition to talking a little bit more about some of the more interesting news coming out of Japan, I may have a taste test ready for you all. So I'm looking forward to hopefully... Uh, dispensing the water from the tea dispenser because that will be part of the taste test. I will explain more right after these messages. You're listening to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. She's hip. She's cool. She loves to dance. And she loves to live life to the fullest. Who is she? She's Sarah Yoshida, the mascot of Extreme Anime Radio. And now... Sarah gives personalized video greetings. Thanks to the help of the many cosplayers of Sarah Yoshida, we bring you Sarah Shoutouts. One of the cosplayers of Sarah will provide a personalized shoutout or greeting on video. Want to wish someone a happy birthday or a happy holiday? Ask for advice or an uplifting message? Too shy to say something and want Sarah to say it on your behalf? There are many possibilities. Each Sarah shoutout is only eight dollars. Proceeds will be used toward our monthly live stream bills and help promote the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. For more information on how you can schedule a Sarah shoutout, please email us at ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com or private message us on social media on Facebook at facebookcom slash radio or on Instagram at extremeanimeradio. Terms and conditions apply. Extreme Anime Radio. Welcome back to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. It is the 13th of May, 2020. We thank you for joining us. I'm JR and he is Neff. And uh, I am ready for our little taste test. Um, So, as I've spoken to Neff about in the last few shows, um, I subscribe to a monthly subscription box called Boxu and uh, they deliver curated Japanese snacks and teas uh, for one monthly cost, usually with the shipping included. And as uh, we all know, because of what's happening now with the coronavirus, they have uh, severely reduced the number of airplane flights basically all around the world. <laughs> I would say, right? <laughs> uh, I, I
1: think that's a very fair
0: assessment, yeah. So um, what I'm going to do here is uh, prep my uh, stuff here. Um, and as I'm doing that, I will share an update from Boxu because I've been talking about their shipping delays in the last few shows. Um, I have two orders for friends that are still in limbo, and there's not much that can be done about them. They're going to be delivered At some point, we don't know when.
1: (laughs) All I can ask is, as long as there wasn't chocolate in either of those boxes.
0: Right. Um, Exactly. Uh, But now, um, the update we got from Baksu this week kind of confirms what I thought, is that they have switched their shipping to DHL, which is still flying out of Japan to the U.S. Yes, but I don't know if
1: you've ever had packages from DHL. At least AHL Canada tends to deliver them and a little surprise. Besides, uh oh, yeah, customs and brokerage fees that um, I, I will say aren't quite criminal, but they're very close.
0: I see. Yes, um, at least they at least they accept credit cards. <laughs> now, my understanding is that I don't think we'll be hit with those brokerage fees because. They'll ship it out of Japan by DHL, and then when they Hmm. get to the U.S., they'll get turned over to the postal service at that point for delivery.
1: Hmm. Maybe maybe you'll get lucky because yeah, DHL was sending the stuff direct here to where I am, which is like ten minutes away from the airport. Right. So they could you know play the customs broker the whole nine yards and yeah you know bend over and give us your credit card.
0: Yeah. So um, I had deferred last month's uh, monthly subscription box, uh, which I believe surrounded a birthday theme, uh, but I am going to go ahead with this month's box, and hopefully I'll receive it uh, in the next few weeks. Hopefully uh, you can get it here in a reasonable amount of time, and I'll be able to, like I said before, come on the air and enjoy these wonderful snacks. So I do have a few items left. From my uh, Cherry Blossom March box that I'd like to get out of the way before the new box gets here. So I have um, some spring gold green tea, cherry blossom flavored. And I have a cookie that goes along with it. If I can look it up here in the brochure that they give us. Sakura Domyoji, Koku Cookie. A crisp and crumbly cookie, inspired by traditional sakura mochi, which they recommend you have with the tea. So, um, if you'll permit me, Neff, I'm going to go ahead and um, steep the tea bag. Um, okay. I ran the um, I ran my tea uh, uh, heater, or the the water pot, um, to just above the suggested temperature. Of course, it didn't settle by the time I dispensed it, but hopefully by now the water uh, will be, um, you know, some of the extra heat will have burned off for me to try the, uh, the tea. So I'm taking out the Spring Gold Green Tea, and the moment I rip open the bag, I am greeted with these wonderful tea scents and cherry blossom scents. Might be a little out of season by now, but hey. I was going to say, speaking of cherry blossoms,
1: um, because of everything that's going on in Toronto, they ha- in High Park, they have some cherry blossom trees that were a donation many years ago from the people of Japan. Mm-hmm. To prevent uh, issues of people you know, crowding the park to view the cherry blossoms, they barricaded the park and set up a live cam.
0: Oh, great.
1: Yeah, I'm going, okay, nothing says cherry blossom season like a live cam. Like, <laughs> ugh, please. I know why they did it, and I have to say yeah, but oh, come on. You really think one
0: stupid camera is going to oh, just, no. Weird and strange, but true. And I have another weird and strange news story that I'll share uh, after the taste test. But I'm going to go ahead. It is a triangular bag. A lot of the tea that comes out of Japan I noticed lately comes in triangular bags. Mhm. And the instructions are to steep this for oh yeah I'm looking more at the uh, tea now it's not too fine at all. These are actual, you know, it it seems pieces like it isn't leaves. cut up as it would, as it would normally would be. Would you say I would say pieces of leaves as opposed to like ground, right? Right, right, right. So Maybe there'll be some uh, better flavor as a result of that. Okay. So, steep the tea bag for 30 seconds and then lightly shake the bag up and down before taking it out. Okay. In you go for 30 seconds. And I like to remind everybody in this 30 seconds about the Sarah shout outs. Uh, the cosplayers who cosplay Extreme Anime Radio mascot Sarah Yoshida. Um, are helping with this project where you can uh, request a video greeting like many other places do. So if you're interested in that, uh, you can email us at ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com or reach us on social media, facebook.com forward slash anime radio or Instagram at Extreme anime Radio for more information. Okay, so I am going to lightly shake the bag up and down. It's been 30 seconds now. All right, I'm going to... I don't have a container, so I'm going to have to put this back on the bag. We'll do it like that. Okay. All right. So now let's see how this tastes. This is very little water. This is just over 3 ounces. They suggest 2.7 ounces. And I can see that the um, the um, the water has turned a thick green in color, so that's hopefully a good sign. Hmm. Let's go ahead and give this the taste test. This is Spring Gold Green Tea. Ooh, there's a certain pleasant bitterness, if that makes sense.
1: I, I was going to say you, you didn't spit it out, so that's good sign number one, mm-hmm. and you actually look like you were
0: enjoying yourself, which is good sign number two. Oh yeah. So this is um, this is not you know the high the high grade. Um, Japanese green tea, but it is definitely pleasant. Now I'm going to try it with the cookie that came with it and they recommended us a pairing. Hmm. Now I should be sitting outside and enjoying this rather than doing it behind a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> to me it tastes a little bit gingerbreadish and that's good. Mm. mm. So you you think it matches with the tea then? I think so. And on my scale, I'm going to give this a yay. If I was outside, I would probably be giving it a woohoo because that would be the time and a place to do it. <laughs> but, um, like I said, I had this, I had the tea, I think I had one or two other items in there that I didn't want to let spoil. So, mm. time to, you know, clear them all out uh, through uh, eating and uh, swallowing, basically. I was going to say through ingestion. <laughs> Any other method is not recommended. <laughs> I'm trying or to possible, you, that is. I'm trying to use nicer words here. Well no, I mean, you know, ingestion
1: you couldn't like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Absorb it. You know, you're not s you're not a slime. You mm-hmm. no. I'm trying to think what other ways you could actually, you know, put something into your body.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's about
1: I think that's about it, honestly. Right at least that, you know, make logical and or physiological sense. Right. <laughs> Unless you're watching an anime in which case
0: yeah, anything goes. <laughs> um somebody suggested we should uh stream on Twitch. We still have to figure Ooh. out how that's going to work and uh whether or not we can strip the audio out of that into a podcast format.
1: Yeah, that, that that's the that's the real challenge because I mean, we could probably do a live podcast without too much trouble, like video. Uh-huh. But then we need the audio afterwards. Right. That's the, you know, mm-hmm. the problem. So, and uh, I'm not smart enough for that.
0: Nope, nope, nope. It's not smarter than a fifth grader. I'm not smarter than my car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah, I mean, when I'm when I'm thinking about the things going on in the world. And I'm noticing the number of sports that are coming back and when they're coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first ones here is going to be NASCAR. Because I, I don't consider the UFC a sport. I'm sorry. That's just legal. <laughs> no, seriously. That's just legalized beating people up. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So NASCAR, where you go round and round and round, And I'm going, everything I can think of in NASCAR, you can social distance. Except one particular thing. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea how they're going to get to pull this off. Pit stops? Bingo. Because you have guy four, four or five people coming over the wall, literally falling over each other. Oh, yeah. Every pit stop for about thirteen seconds. So unless they are in hazmat suits, which includes like full face coverings and you
0: know breathing apparatus. Yeah. I have no idea how this is going to turn out. If you think NASCAR has a bad look? What Formula One's going to have to do? I hadn't heard. What what are, what are their plans? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. They have, I think, three times the pit crew as NASCAR, basically, don't they? Yeah, and they usually
1: do their pits, but they do their pit stops in 2.9 seconds. Maybe they think they can outrun the virus. I don't know.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, um, well, I I might have talked about it before. You have, um, what is it, Uh, three guys per tire, right? Uh, Two guys to hold the car on the side and then uh, one on the front and the back to jack up the car and down is basically yeah. all the F1 cars are hybrid so all you have to do now is change the tires yeah and i mean like i said and fill it with ga- filled with gasoline of course but uh you you know you, you think about that and you're going huh right no they and don't it- they don't fill it up with gas during the race anymore they do it before the race but they're not allowed to do gas now during the race oh i didn't i didn't know that they've had See? that in place i think for the last few years that is why these pit stops take 2.7 seconds.
1: Oh, okay. Now, you know, because I wondered how they were doing it. I was going, "Gravity? No, how the heck are you forcing that much gas?" I couldn't I couldn't figure. Okay, so now I know. Yeah.
0: I've learned something tonight, folks. <laughs> See? Not smarter than my car. But, <laughs> uh, you know, like like you pointed out, uh, whatever a- auto sport it is, NASCAR, F1, if they change the rules, on pit stops and they limit the amount of people that can participate in the pit stops, that's gonna change your driving strategy completely. Yeah, because if let's
1: say let's just say NASCAR for example. Let's say they only have one person doing the changes
0: mm-hmm. and
1: one person filling the gas. Right. Okay. That's gonna take a thirteen seconds pit stop, multiply that by four. Yeah so you're looking at what, forty seconds now?
0: Right.
1: That is a a complete game changer, if that's the way they go. Right. Nobody knows because they haven't said anything.
0: Right. Uh, You know,
1: at least the other sports give you an idea of how they're doing it. NASCAR, it's like all in the dark, nobody knows, and it's going to be Sunday Surprise.
0: (laughs) Okay. The race I think they're doing uh, this weekend is in Darlington. Yep. So, And that's one of the longer ones, too, as I recall. That's, uh, I think that's almost comparable in size to Daytona, I believe.
1: Yeah. Sa- same basic configuration, super speedway. Mm. So they're going to be going very fast, burning fuel very fast, and tires very fast.
0: And then the pit stops could be very, very slow. On the one point, though, it, it would be nice to see now actual auto racing as opposed to Virtual auto racing, which has been nice and crazy these last few months. Well, okay. I'll say it this way. I honestly thought
1: in the beginning when it was a little more Wild West, it was better. Mm. Because as they went along and they tightened the rules and they did all this, I'm going, you've basically turned it into a NASCAR event, like a real NASCAR event, you know, where everything is buttoned down, nothing can go wrong. Now, I will say this. There were some surprises, including engine failures, which I I watch NASCAR off and on. I can't remember the last time I saw a race where an engine actually went poof, (laughs) which at 9,000 RPM is a
0: pretty big poof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like lots of smoke and, yeah, bad things happening. Somebody in the chat room wrote, NASCAR is okay, but I want baseball back. And, uh, well, depending on what news you hear, is either going to be uh, no baseball or baseball where you have the World Series on Christmas Day or something like that?
1: Yes, but don't, and don't forget too, you have at least one. You have one team that cannot cross the border right now. Oh, that's right. So it's like, huh? <laughs> you know, it's just like, and and then you hear the, the, the players' union, and it's just like, you realize there's a pandemic, right? Mm. You realize this is weird, right? You realize you could make this a one-off for one year, right? Yeah. That was the
0: sound of my brain exploding. (laughs) But depending on what part of the world you're in, you're either eager to reopen or extremely cautious. Well, I'll I'll put it this way. I know there are a
1: couple of other sports leagues around the world that are either open or opening Mm
0: -hmm. shortly. Right.
1: One of Uh, the bigger ones is the Bundesliga this weekend. Oh, yes. uh, Major soccer league. I can't remember who has the rights in Canada. I think I know who does. And if they do, they might actually put it on a channel that I can actually get. Oh, really? Because, well, no, because originally the, the Bundesliga was on the expensive channel that was $20 a month. Uh huh. I'm sorry, for one channel, $20 a month? Uh, no, I ain't doing that.
0: <laughs>
1: so we'll see now. And then, of course, Italy wants to start at some point, Syria, uh-huh. which I don't know how they're going to do it.
0: Uh-huh. Considering
1: that, considering Italy is still a, I, I hate to use the term, but cesspool, <laughs> in terms of you know how well they're dealing with the that virus, which I refuse to name,
0: uh-huh.
1: and of course the Premier League is talking, and it's like, you guys are kind of ambitious, but hmm. maybe. Meanwhile, you have over here golf, which apparently wants to start again, baseball. Hockey, which still thinks it can hand out the Stanley Cup, <laughs> and the and the NBA, who still wants to try and take the title away from the Raptors, exactly. <laughs> to which I you know, that's why part of me is saying I want the NBA season to be cancel, because that way the Raptors can remain champions for at least a little while longer. <laughs> uh, because that it'll never come
0: back; it'll never happen
1: again, or at least not for a very long time. I think.
0: Uh, before we go on, uh, Sportsnet World now apparently, from my, the information I'm looking up. Hmm. That's the Bundesliga uh, broadcaster. Hmm. But in Canada, the it would be yeah
1: Sportsnet.
0: But I'm trying to remember if it was Sportsnet
1: World because that's the twenty dollars a month channel.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's so a Sportsnet Sportsnet World now. So that's what I might have been it.
1: Ah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. That's a, no. No. <laughs> I might.
0: I might be desperate for 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 football, but not that desperate. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um let's go on to the sort of the lighthearted news uh if we want to call it lighthearted news in in japan uh there is a a prefecture that is selling cooled masks out of vending machines
1: i'm not surprised i said this to jr off air this is the same country that sells panties In vending machines. (laughs) So I'm not surprised that they would say, A, let's sell masks through vending machines. And Mm -hmm. B, let's cool them so that it's actually pleasant to wear. Yeah. (laughs) Now, that works when the temperature permits. But here, for example, around the Neff Cave, we've got a frost warning again tonight. Oh, boy. So I'm going, if I got out of a vending machine, a cooled mask... And put that on my face, all I could hear is my entire face cracking
0: like, you know, (laughs) and starting to fall to pieces. Oh, dear. The same, uh, yeah, northern uh, New York, I think, is the same as well. So it's got a big region uh, in store for a a mid-May blast. And, And I'm just going, now, if this follows
1: the pattern it has for years, by the time Victoria Day weekend hits which is next Monday, uh-huh. and then leading up to I don't mean, what would have been Anime North weekend, the temperature will suddenly skyrocket. And I mean just, and we'll be at 25 degrees again during the day. Yeah. Somehow, though, I don't know that that's going to happen. And I say that because we did have a couple of years, I remember, in the dark past of Anime North many years ago, uh-huh. where it was cold. Mm. And the cosplayers who wore the skimpier outfits were dying.
0: <laughs>
1: and I'm trying to remember. No, no, it wasn't that first year. Uh, there was one year where it was one of those years, and I was wearing, you know, the, the velour fool in the closet. Uh. Everybody who was skimpily, you know, dressed looked at me and just, you know, gave me the hate-filled eyes because I'm like, I'm fine. You know, I'm just traipsing around like nothing is wrong. And meanwhile, they're turning interesting shades of blue. And they were not playing Smurfs,
0: <laughs> or singing Smurfs, I guess, for that matter. Oh, thank you. Now I have the. Oh, I'm old enough to remember the theme song. Thank
1: you. Now I have it running through my head.
0: All right, so I'll take it out of your head. Let's go back to the story about uh, these cooled masks. Uh, yes, please. So in Yamagata Prefecture, which is in uh, which is north of Tokyo, they have uh, vending machines where you can buy. Now, it doesn't say if it's one mask or a set of masks, uh, but they're selling them in the vending machine along with the drinks for 690 yen or $6.50 U.S., and these are masks that are cooled to four degrees Celsius, just like a lot of the uh, drinks, so... That will be about 40 degrees Fahrenheit or so before they're sold. Wait a minute. You just hit on the major problem with this plan.
1: What is the major problem with this plan? The temperature? No. The fact that it's sold with drinks? Exactly. How do you ingest the drink while wearing the mask? (laughs) Whoops.
0: There you go.
1: You know, Oh, somebody will have the right idea. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll poke a hole in the mask for the straw and do that.
0: (laughs) I don't think there's a way around that. If there was, I think uh, that person would be a millionaire. I was going to say, little Velcro closure. (laughs) So um, uh, we can't argue uh, about the price well enough because, again, I don't know if it's for one mask, 690 yen or for a set of masks, 690 n. But the intention is to have a cool mask that you can wear, if you're not drinking anything, um, uh, as soon as you take it out of the vending machine. Now, here's the other theory. Summer is coming, mm. and that means uh, it's going to get hot. Thank you, Captain Obvious. But um, there's also a concern about wearing masks in uh, the summertime, and uh, the possibility that you may develop uh, possible breathing difficulties or heat-related difficulties with regards uh, to wearing a mask. So maybe they're trying to do a good thing by selling cool masks that, of course, they won't stay cool forever, but what are your thoughts? You actually bring up a good point,
1: because... I did try at someone's insistence to walk around with a mask mm. and unfortunately I found that after about 10 minutes I wanted to pass right out. Really? Mm. Yeah, because there was a, there were it's like ventilation issues. It's like it's like trying to breathe through it's literally you're breathing through gauze, right? Right. So you're not you're not getting the full breath of air. Exactly. So, you know, because it takes me longer to do things, etc., when I'm walking around, after about 10 minutes of exertion, it's like Okay, the room is spinning one direction. I'm going another direction. This is not good.
0: Right, because you have to either take your mask off after that point or at least pull it down so you can get some nice, deep, fresh breaths because these masks also you know, enclose your entire nose and mouth.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like I, and part of me is going, okay, does that mean I need to invest in scuba gear?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Just be carrying a scuba tank wherever I go. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Uh, Reading a little more. uh, Yeah. So, yeah, there are concerns that uh, wearing face masks in hot weather, according to the report, make it difficult for cool air reaching the lungs and could result in shortness of breath and allows heat to build up inside the body, which you don't want when the temperature is quite warm outside yes uh, that, that's
1: why it's like okay I, I've already discovered this and I'm going and it was pretty it was pretty chilly the day I tried this mm-hmm. so I'm going like, I can't imagine if it actually gets to you know like real Canadian summer and me trying to wear a mask mm-hmm. that's not gonna go well
0: I don't think right so uh yes uh something uh innovative is the question uh, from uh, uh, new vending machine sales of masks, but uh, uh, you have to be innovative in these uh, times that we are living in, basically. I would say this. When you when you mentioned about the price, I'm going, you haven't tried to actually buy a
1: mask recently, have you?
0: Uh, my dad has, uh, and it's
1: a little difficult for him to do. Yeah, it, and it's quite pricey when you find them. Oh, yeah. So it's like... Six hundred, So 650 a mask might actually be considered a bargain these days.
0: You know what we found in my closet? Uh, my dad and I were cleaning out the whole closet of junk uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. And we came across three very old, but we still think in good condition, N95 masks from when my late grandmother, God rest her soul, was alive.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Now, the trick is it isn't the mask itself that's the problem; it's the earpieces. Oh, the strings! The, the strings basically let go. They they corrode away to nothing.
0: Mm. So
1: basically, you put it on your face and then pff, it falls off.
0: We'll have. I, I have to see. Uh, we'll have to give it a shot and see if they're you know of any use. But uh, they're almost kind of like the ones we see in hospitals these days, but they're just. You know, very, very old.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, very, very old. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's better. It's probably better than nothing. Is it as good as a, a quote, unquote, fresh N95? Probably not.
0: Right. But, you know,
1: depending on the situation.
0: Right. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, somebody says in the chat room, there are studies that call into question the efficiency of wearing masks. Well, I guess it depends on, you know, um, the information that you believe in uh, will guide you to make your decision. But it seems like the overall consensus now, well, you look at uh, public transportation, almost all public transportation now is requiring you to wear a mask, at least in the U.S. and Canada, right?
1: Uh no. In fact, there's th- there was some talk that the drivers' union in Toronto wanted to force passengers to wear masks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The the answer from the politicians are okay. Who's going to pay for the masks? Interesting. Because no, we, and to be fair, um, transit riders in Toronto, ha- there's a portion of them that are not you know are of, are of less you know financial means, mm-hmm. and paying stupid money for these masks as we are right now. The difference becomes, do I eat or do I buy a mask? Right. And, you know, people would obviously choose to eat. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think the politicians are scared that if they say, okay, no, everybody wear a mask. Yeah, that's not going to go over well.
0: Yeah. Um, The most important thing right now, as we've said before, is make sure everybody's healthy. And uh, if the best thing to do is to, you know, wear a mask, uh, then we have to deal with it I think one of the other things you
1: should be doing washing your hands oh yes constantly I mean even though I'm literally in the cave every day now right except when I go out I'm literally washing my hands five six times a day easy me more yeah yeah so you know and it's gotten to the point where my skin is pretty much uh, reminiscent of a crocodile which it wouldn't be so bad, except with my skin going crocodile, the first time, first time I flex my no- knuckles, my knuckles start bleeding,
0: which requires me to wash my hands again. And so the story goes. This has been happening to me before this started, so <laughs> I have to I have to apply the uh, the O'Keefe's, or whatever the brand is called the uh, hand cream, you know, a few times a day. mm. Yeah, I've, I've tried
1: different soaps, et cetera, and the soaps seem to help. The problem is the soaps are very expensive They're also very thin <laughs> <laughs> because, no, it's, I, I found that the better the soap is on my skin, the more, the more thin it is, and it's very hard to control when it's coming out of the pump, the dispenser pump. It's like, oops, now I have soap all over the place instead of my hand.
0: <laughs> well, um, this has been a good show today. Uh, we spoke about uh, Neff's new wheels. I was about to say new digs, but new wheels will be more appropriate than new digs. (laughs) I was going to say, if I start living in my car, there's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And we did a little taste test and spoke about uh, uh, some lighter things, hopefully, from what's going on in Japan, and uh, we hope that we will continue to bring you more interesting stuff uh, in the midst of uh, this crisis in the world. Um, we'll hope to be back with the show, uh, next week. Um, I will let you know for sure because my, uh, my work schedule might be changing a little bit next week. I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, but, um, we'll make a call probably late Monday or early Tuesday of next week with regards to, uh, whether or not we're going to do a show. Um, but we will keep you posted on our usual social media channels. And uh, Neff will tell you what those would be. Okay, if you want to reach us by
1: email, we're at extreme anime email Extreme anime email at gmail.com.
0: Extreme anime or, radio. Extreme, oh, extreme uh, anime email Yeah, let's try us try that again. Let's
1: try it again. Okay. Extreme anime Extreme Anime Radio at gmail.com or our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash anime radio. We're on Twitter at anime radio or twitter.com forward slash anime radio and on Instagram
0: at extreme
1: anime radio.
0: Somebody wants you to post a GIF of your new car on Facebook. A GIF or a GIF? I, I, I was going to say, wait a minute. I don't think I can do that because A, the car
1: would have to be moving.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I mean, I could post a picture of
0: the car, but if you want it moving, that gets complicated. We'll have to call the police and the constables in your area to make arrangements. I I was going to say, you know, social distancing and all that, it would be, you know, faraway shots, maybe with a telephoto lens, but that's about it. (laughs) Um, So we thank you for listening to the show. Again, we'll keep you posted on social media. Uh, We do invite you to follow us on Instagram um, where we share uh, news and updates and also um, some... uh, photos of uh, cosplay featuring Extreme Anime Radio mascot Sarah Yoshida from a wonderful group of people, uh, some of which I'll be playing Animal Crossing with tomorrow afternoon. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Also, there is a new piece of artwork that is in progress at the moment. Hopefully it will be something inspirational during all these times. So looking forward to sharing it with everybody when it is finished. And Neff is stroking his chin. You 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 have my attention and my interest. Yes. So uh, we will keep you posted on that. And also um for those of you listening, uh, please keep me in your thoughts and prayers because uh I will be heading over to the doctors on Monday for my annual heart exam. It's going to be nuts, especially in uh, this day and age where there'll be social distancing and probably running a bigger battery of checks on me than they normally would. So uh, mm. hopefully uh, I will come back with a clean bill of health.
1: Uh, I was going to say, luckily, lucky you, you have your doctors. They still haven't opened our doctor's offices up here yet. Really? Yeah, basically, if you have if you have trouble, you have to leave a number and they will call you. You can't actually go to the doctor's office. Oh boy, yeah. So that's one of the stages of reopening that hasn't happened yet. Of course, what's going to open sooner is golf courses.
0: <laughs> go figure. Okay,
1: w- w- what's more important, a golf course or a doctor? Somebody explain that to my tired brain. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I'm gonna feel like I'm in a science fiction movie, maybe when I'm going to take my treadmill test, and I have the nurses talking to me on television screens. I'm I'm kind of scared that that might happen to me. <laughs> I was gonna say you're gonna end up like that. The the opening for the the six million dollar man,
1: exactly. <laughs> if anybody remembers that, okay, I've dated myself. But what the heck? Yeah, you know, it's like, wait a minute. uh Oh, <laughs> well,
0: what that? We can that? rebuild him. Was that?
1: I was gonna say we can rebuild him. <laughs>
0: Well, folks, uh, let's hope I don't fall apart, and uh, let's hope uh, Neff's new escape doesn't fall apart, and we wish you all the best with that. I I was going to say, wait a minute, it only has 200 kilometers on it, and the only reason it does is because they had to take it to the conversion place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, that's right, um, just briefly tell everybody what conversion you needed for your car so everybody knows. Okay, so in my case, what I need is a pedal extender to take the gas pedal from
1: the default right side of the brake to the left side of the brake. Yes, folks, it looks like my car has three pedals and is an automatic. Completely confuses the hell out of car jockeys. Like me. You remember those days?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I
1: remember those days.
0: Our first trip, uh, Mary and I went to visit you and... uh... I uh, I was allowed to drive the car the short distance to your apartment from uh, the food place, right? Yeah, and then you tried backing into my parking spot. That's where I think things went
1: a little wonky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we wish you all the best, and we thank everybody for listening. Uh, again, follow us on social media for more information about when our next show will take place. Uh, hopefully, it'll be next week, but if not, it'll be the week after that. Thank you for listening, everybody, and remember... Keep your ears
1: on for the Extreme Honor Radio podcast. Goodbye, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you soon. She's hip. She's cool. She loves to dance, and she loves to live life to the fullest. Who is she? She's Sara Yoshida, the mascot of Extreme Anime Radio. And now, Sarah gives personalized video greetings. Thanks to the help of the many cosplayers of Sarah Yoshida, we bring you Sarah Shoutouts. One of the cosplayers of Sarah will provide a personalized shoutout or greeting on video. Want to wish someone a happy birthday or a happy holiday? Ask for advice or an uplifting message? Too shy to say something and want Sarah to say it on your behalf? There are many possibilities. Each Sarah shout-out is only $8. Proceeds will be used toward our monthly live stream bills and help promote the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. For more information on how you can schedule a Sarah shout-out, please email us at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or private message us on social media, on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime radio or on Instagram at Extreme Anime Radio. Terms and conditions apply. Extreme Anime Radio.